Welcome back to the Sports-ish Podcast, a place for those of us who like sports-ish. We are making sports fun, cute, and digestible. Unlike your boyfriend, Sports News, it's like if ESPN and E! News had a baby, and that baby is us. My name is Lily, and I am joined by my husband, Ashton. He brings the sports, I bring the ish. Together, we are Sports-ish. Welcome back, Ash. Thank you. Good to be back. So happy you're back. Uh, Honestly, your golf content did so well last time. People were eating Mm. that up when you, you know, claimed that you felt as though you were playing on the PGA Tour Mm -hmm. when you went golfing. But I will say you received a lot of support. Yeah. One to three shots around. It's like you're on the PGA Tour. The guys in my comments were like, yes, like, yes, this is true. Can confirm that A, nobody is actually good at golf. Correct. And if you think you're good at golf, you're actually not good at golf. Also correct. And B, there is a moment in every round of 18 or 9, whatever it is you're doing. I don't, I don't know. Never been golfing. Um, that you feel really good about yourself. It's an understatement. About your game. You are a pro. A PGA Tour pro. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well... When's the next time you're going golfing? Next week? Um, not next week. And and to be fair, like going to a golf simulator with some some guy friends. I think it would be funny some if of the homies. you took me golfing. I think we could create a funny moment out of this. Never <laughs> been. Have no there idea. Be, there would be some funny moments for sure. There would probably be a lot of non-funny moments. <laughs> I see yeah, these. Maybe, maybe when the golf ranger comes in like. Tries to kick us off because our pace of play is too slow, but... Oh, excuse you. I feel like I could be great. I don't know. absolutely could. But like I said, if you think you're great, you're probably not. (laughs) Okay, moving on from golf. So a lot of sports going on right now. Like almost too many... Like there's something on every single night. We have not started Ted Lasso season, season three because we've been watching sports every single night. Yeah, it's been a great time, although I'd love to get started on Ted Lasso. Like, I'm ready to move on from a playoff game. I'm not ready to move on from playoffs. I feel like this is, like, one of the best times ever where you're just, like, Here's the NBA, thing. NHL. NBA and NHL have a slight problem, and it's that every round is a best-of-seven series. Which is amazing. That is so much. There's so many games and so much sports. No, but it's great because then it's, like... The, the rivalry gets heated, you get actual drama, and in hockey, like, it'll spill over into fights, things like that. Oh, yes. We love the fights. We love the fights in hockey, but honestly, it's just a lot. I do really like the NFL method where it's any given Sunday, you can be eliminated no matter how good you are. There's something to like about that for sure, but I just, I love the, the intense rivalry and competition that occurs from playing seven games against the same team it's a lot and there were a lot of game sevens this past weekend mm-hmm. great time so when talking about like recapping you feel really confident that you could give us a full recap of all the sports that everyone needs to know about in approximately one minute yeah i think i could give you a decent update in one minute so you said this And then I started workshopping this idea because, you know, you love to explain, you love 
to answer questions <laughs> like you're, I feel like you're trying to say I mansplain a lot that that would be that would be where I was going with that you are a mansplainer um, and it's not necessarily the a bad thing but you you love to explain like you love it tell oh, me I'm wrong okay yes no well yes and no one I do like to explain certain things I feel like I don't mansplain that often, but if you ask me a question, I'm going to give you an answer. And you're going to mansplain about mansplaining right now, currently. What? No, I don't think that's mansplaining. It's okay. The question. It's okay because you are very knowledgeable. Like you've got some weird storage in your brain. I was thinking about it the other day. Like, you know, the movie Inside Out. I was trying to get George to watch it with me, our three-year-old, and they have all of these things about memories and like the little balls are memories and they toss a lot of them out. I'm like, Ashton's brain has a lot of these little balls that are not tossed out, that are tossed out of most people's brains. Like you have a very good memory, you retain information well, and you explain things very well and you enjoy it. I mean, all all of those are extremely debatable. I will say I remember a lot more useless things than important things. Okay. Dates and birthdays. Oof. Yeah, that's true. Not not retaining well. That's my specialty. All right, we're going to go. I've, I've dubbed this the Mansplain Minute. Mansplain Minute, here I come. And you have one minute to explain everything we really need to know about what's going on in sports. All right. Alexa, <coughs> Alexa, start timer for one minute. One minute, starting now. Okay, NHL. Boston Bruins have the biggest choke of all time in sports. Best regular season record of all time, up through one against a team who barely made the playoffs, then proceed to absolutely choke and lose the next three games in a row to get bounced from the first round. The reigning Stanley Cup, and I'm talking the real Stanley, not the big A tumbler, champions, also lost in the first round to a second-year NHL team that had the third-worst record last year. In the NBA, John Morant and John Queen Grizzlies get bounced in the first round from old man LeBron. Dylan Books and John Morant have to eat their words from early in the season when they talk trash to everyone in the West. Milwaukee Bucks also got bounced by Miami Heat. Steph Curry had an all-time Game 7 performance with a 50-burger, 50 points, to come back from a 2-0 round deficit to beat the Kings. Best guard of all time. Joel Embiid won MVP in the NFL. Rodgers to the Jets. Zach Wilson also having to eat his words when he said, I'll make his life a living hell every practice when asked if the Jets brought in a bet to start and mentor Zach. Rodgers, having seen the old report, when asked about it, responded, he'll make my life on the field a living hell and I'll make his life off of it heaven, whatever that means. MLB, Pittsburgh Pirates are good now. Okay, that was really informative. Thank you. You're welcome. Mansplain or not, I learned a lot. Mansplain or not, I learned a lot. If you find yourself in a sporty circle this week, key takeaways, because that was pretty fast. (laughs) Key takeaways, Steph Curry. Steph Curry had Mm, the most insane game seven, actually, quite literally, statistically, best game seven ever. Um, The previous record was 48 points. He scored 50. 50, Big 5-0. I love him. Single-handedly willed that team to win that game seven. But outside of sports, I love him. I just think he's, like, he's got the riz, as the kids say, charisma. He's got the riz. That's what they Apparently say. Apparently, for that's what my niece <laughs> tells me. Um, he he's just so likable. He's a dad. He's humble yet confident. I don't know. I think he could be like goat status. I know there's like the whole MJ versus LeBron thing, but yeah. I well, I don't know if I'd say goat, but I do think he could be. I think he's. Definitely in the conversation to the greatest of all time for, like, point guard. Definitely point guard, if not guard. 
Speaking of greatest, Joel Embiid won the NBA MVP. Yes. Did you know he's like dating multiple years a very beautiful Brazilian model? She models for Maxim. That's not necessarily surprising. I feel like NBA all stars tend to date supermodels or something She's of that nature. Drop dead gorgeous. I'm not gonna lie. When you said that he's been dating for several, I thought you were gonna say he's been dating several different women at the same time. I mean, I also like, could be true. Yeah, he could be. Could be true, but he does have a child with this model, um, and she's drop dead gorgeous. Kind of fun fact about Joel Embiid, but congrats to him on the yes. NBA MVP. Yeah. Somewhat controversial. A lot of people thought it should have been uh, Jokic. Jokic, yeah, but you know. We love it. I think MB. I, I think it's hard to say MB didn't deserve it. He had a great season. You know whether or not Jokic's was better is debatable. So and he talks a lot. Correct me if I'm wrong, but about how he should be the MVP. He has kind of in the past, or he's made like comments that. So make it maybe clear. now that he has gotten this award, he will maybe just leave it alone for a little bit, give yeah. it a rest. You mentioned Dylan Brooks, and I don't want to sweep him under the rug because his storyline, I think, is actually really compelling and so yes. dramatic. And he is basically like a reality television star, this man. Yeah, a drama king. Drama king. Um, Like, historically, has been a drama king. He actually hit, before any of the Lakers things happened, he hit um, Donovan Mitchell in the groin area oh that's right i forgot about that yeah he also uh he pushed a photographer did you see that courtside this was just a few months ago oh yes 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 i i do it was a blatant push yeah i do remember that i mean the guy gets fined all the time yeah yeah. he's kind of known as like a, a little bit of a bad boy right just a jerk yeah so I feel like bad boys are hot. Dylan Brooks is not hot. True. Very he's true. just an absolute jerk. Yeah. I mean, he, he's kind of playing up that bad boy persona. But honestly, like even that, not really. And we'll probably get into this a little bit. But like he's what I like to refer to as like a front runner. Right. Which is that like he's hot stuff when they're doing well. He's acting tough when they're doing well. He's a bad boy when they're doing well. But when they're not, all of a sudden he's like a victim, right? All of a sudden he, he, he turns it off really quick. Well, and he won't talk to the media. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. Like after they lose, he decides not to go talk to the media and then therefore gets fined thousands and thousands yeah, of dollars. Yeah. And, and not just because he doesn't want to talk to the media, but because like, like he's a front runner. He has right? a like, bruised ego. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... Starting off in the playoffs, I forgot about all those previous encounters. So this is all leading up. And I'm sure he has other incidents, but it really kind of kicked off with the Lakers this playoffs when they were up 2-0, when the Grizzlies were up 2-0 going into the series. And he's talking to media because, again, like all of a sudden he's hot stuff right now. He's, you know, being a bad boy. And he basically rips on LeBron James and was like, look, I don't. Like they were asking about him, he's like, I don't, I don't care about him. He's old, right? He's like, I don't respect anyone till they drop forty on me, right? And he's like, Yeah, like that's me. Like I poke bears, right? And just like being blatantly disrespectful to someone who is in the argument for the greatest NBA player of all time, right? So that's sort of where it kicks off, right? Was which is he goes on one when the Grizzlies are up to nothing to rip on LeBron James. The beef kind of feels like one-sided, I will say. Like, it, it's felt like Dylan Brooks cares a lot, says a lot, and LeBron doesn't have much to say back. Yeah. But um, he did go up to Brooks before Game 3 
and you could see it was very public. It was like courtside and you could see them chatting and a lip reader. I did not know this was like an actual profession, but it is a lip reader went and, and deciphered what LeBron was saying to Dylan Brooks. Basically, you know, nothing, you not ready for me, do your job. Uh, basically just that, that, that was kind of it. Um, oh, and I quote, your crazy ass is doing nothing but fooling around. Yeah. So he confronts him, kind of lets him know like, Hey man, like, like if you're going to do it, like do your job, right? Like if you're going to talk trash, like be a good player, right? Like don't, yeah. don't talk trash and do all this stuff. So then the Lakers, this game three, just an all time game for the Lakers. I mean, they dominated the first quarter every single time Brooks t- touches the ball. He's getting booed. Every time he misses a shot, he missed the first like nine shots in a row. The entire arena starts cheering um, for Dylan Brooks when he misses a shot. Like it's clear that he gets pretty shook, has a terrible, terrible game, right? The Lakers, the Lakers win the game. Um, and then Dylan Brooks goes on and basically calls out the media for turning him into this bad guy, right? Like he's blaming the media, like, oh, the media is portraying me as this like villain role. And it's like, no, dude, like you, you chose the villain role. And decided that it was too much when things weren't going our way. And that's why I was kind of saying, like, he's a front runner, right? Like when He, like, kind of looks like a villain, too. He does kind of look like, like a villain. Like, he could be a villain in a Disney movie or something. Yeah. It would be believable. Yeah, yeah. Like, he definitely gives, like, villain vibes for sure. Yes. But, yeah, so basically he goes on, blames the media, and people are like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, you, you chose this role, like, and then when you're up, you're acting all tough. But, like, now that you're down, all of a sudden you're a victim. Like, no, like, embrace the role. If you're going to be the role, like, embrace the role and, and do well and, you know, at least perform well. Needless to say, he does not perform well for the rest of the series. The Lakers go on to win four games in a row. And now he is gone. Yeah. He's out of there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's crazy. So, basically, he's an, he's becoming an unre- unrestricted free agent. He was looking to sign an extension with the Grizzlies, and the Grizzlies were like, I believe the quote is, under no circumstances will you be returning to the Grizzlies organization. Well, I mean, it's embarrassing, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's embarrassing. LeBron is a, a very respected player on the yeah. league. And to continually put him down in the media and then also play a horrendous next few games yeah it's a bad look it's a bad look and i don't blame the grizzlies for being like yeah see ya we'll keep john moran even though he's showing guns on instagram live but you know what (laughs) doing way worse things but (laughs) but you know what dylan brooks like you're an embarrassment let's see what else did you cover the nhl playoffs i'd say honestly there's so much hockey and so many teams still left in it i think it's important if you need to remember anything remember that justin bieber's team is doing really well. The Maple Leafs. Yeah, they're playing right now. I think they might be losing. Oh, but they have they, been they doing got, their yeah, favorites. They, well, yeah, they were favorites. I don't know. Like, I feel like the Vegas odds change all the time. They did get past the first round for the first time in like... 19 I, Yeah, years. I was going to say like 20-something, 20, 20 years. 19, yeah, 19 years. years. Um, and then also Boston Bruins who consistently have been incredible. Yeah, they've been pretty good. They were knocked out by the Florida Panthers, which, let me tell you this, Ariana Grande, huge Florida Panthers fan. In fact, yes, yes. In fact, this is amazing. This is just 
gold right here. She was, when she was five, she, she was hit by a puck at a Panthers game. And her reward was she got to ride around the ice in a Zamboni. That's hysterical. And I have a photo and of it. The NHL. <laughs> talk about, talk about like, hey, let's see what we can do to like just avoid a lawsuit at all costs. Let's, That's let's, let's throw her in the Zamboni. Well, you know what's kind of crazy is back probably when she got hit by a puck. Like I remember when I was a kid. Nowadays, they have nets surrounding like behind the goal. Yeah. Um, above the glass. But back when we were kids... They didn't have that. So if you weren't paying attention, like you could get nailed by a puck. And we're talking like not like a like soft hit. Like we're talking like, you know, 90 miles an hour hitting the face of the puck. I mean, that could kill you. Yeah, definitely could. I'm sure there was someone who died in an NHL game. Possibly. I have no idea. We'll look that up. Okay. Moving on to some ish. I've got a few questions about... Things outside of sports. I'm curious if you've been keeping up. Are we, are we doing the pop quiz? We're going to do the pop quiz. All right, let's do the pop quiz. Do you, do you want to go first? I'll go first. All right. All right, Ashton. Two people debuted a pregnant bump, announcing their Easy. pregnancy at the Met Gala. Oh, wait. One of them was Serena Williams. <laughs> Who is the other one? Rihanna. No. No, she, she didn't announce it. She did that at the Super Bowl, though. Give partial credit. Partial credit. The Give answer. Me a second, let me think. I believe I said something about it last night. Um, hint is that she's rumored to have previously been in a relationship with Taylor Swift. So it could be literally any famous guy. Or girl. Think about this. She debuted a pregnant bump. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Wait a second. I. How do you not know this? I just know it's a model, and I don't remember which one. Correct. Yes. Carly Kloss. Yeah, that was my second guess. <laughs> okay. Your turn. Which former NFL player just pled guilty to DUI resulting in death and vehicular manslaughter? Oh, my gosh. Do I have multiple choice? No. Nope. Former NFL player? Yes. Is he pretty famous? For manslaughter, yes. So he was a college standout. I will give you one hint. He also has the, I don't know what the actual thing's called, but like the third in his name. RG3? No. Oh. Robert Griffin the third? That's, That's RG3. RG3. <laughs> Who else is the third? I, I'm giving up. Go ahead. All right. Henry Ruggs the third. No idea. Never Alabama heard of him. standout. Um, and was released shortly after the accident. Um, yeah, just pled guilty. Will likely spend two to two to five years in prison. Okay. Uh, for, for pleading guilty. It could have been up to 50 years, I think, at one wow. point. Wow. Well, that was a good call then. Yeah. Taylor Swift has been spotted out in NYC three times, and I have not seen her, unfortunately. Can you name at least one of the people that she has been spotted out with? Yes, Ryan Gosling's... I'm sorry, what? Not, just hold on a second, not Ryan Gosling. Ryan Reynolds' <laughs> wife, Blake Lively. Correct. Yes, also Ryan Reynolds <laughs> was there. Good job. I, I made that one easy for you. Thank you. All right, this one's a good one. Which NFL draft pick puts mayo in his coffee? Oh, um, I feel like that... Like the name... It's the yeah. one who didn't get drafted in the first round. Will 
partial credit. Will, uh, I don't, Levi, Levis? Levis. Levis. That's right. Sorry. And his name is Will, and he didn't get Will. drafted in the first round, but he was there. Yeah, probably because he puts mayo in his coffee. So awkward. Um, the NFL draft produced some great content. Fun fact, Bryce Young from Alabama went number one. If you need to throw that fun fact in there to any sporty people in your life. He All right. He go number one. James Corden had his last show Thank ever, goodness. the Late Late Show, ever this week. Which singer was in the last carpool karaoke ever filmed? Was it the redhead from the UK? No, no, no. Who was the redhead from the UK? I, I, I don't want to blank on his name. It's me. Oh, Adele. Yes, correct. I gave that to you. All right, last question. Okay, this one is a good one. Multiple choice question. Okay. What could you buy if you sold the highest ticket price, like the, a ticket to the Golden State Warriors-Lakers game, game three in the Cryptorino in L.A., if you were able to sell it for the highest sale price? Do you understand okay, what I'm so saying? Okay, so like this highest ticket Yeah, so the, the most expensive for, ticket yeah. is sold for X amount, kind of, but what could you buy with it, all right? A- a Tesla Model X. Mm. B, one semester at Harvard. <laughs> C, a ticket to the Met Gala. Three, a private island. Okay, not C or D. I'm going to go with A. Ain't wrong. It is D, a private island. No way. How yep. much? For $29,000. Someone is paying $29,000. Canada. Oh, I was going to say, what island are you buying for $29,000? Only, an Only in, in the Canada. country of all time, Canada. Oh, Canada. All right, moving on. Let me tell you about what I'm sitting across from right now. So earlier on this episode, Ashton found out that we were going to be talking about the Met Gala and all the athletes that went last night. There was... A good chunk of them. Yes. Anyways, Ashton wanted to fit in with such topic of conversation. Yes. And is dressed. I decided to have my own red carpet. My he own did. Red carpet he event. strutted out of our bedroom in his suit. Like and that my is Met Gala. The suit jacket my, my, is unbuttoned. My, he is wearing star sunglasses that are pink. Ask me, ask me who I'm wearing. Who are you wearing, Ash? I'm wearing Jack Victor. Suit matching slacks. You've had this suit since I've met you. Accented sunglasses from Forever Twenty One. Okay, those are mine. First of all, those were from my birthday party this year. Um, <laughs> second of all, how long have you had this suit? I don't know. Long. Too long. long. <laughs> Still looks good. Still yes. fits. Still fits. Still fits. Uh, the Met Gala is known as fashion's biggest night out. It is like basically a fundraising benefit for the Met, the Metropolitan Museum of Art. So it's so funny because we actually really benefit from it. We're at the Met all the time. It takes place just a few blocks from our house. I almost went mm -hmm. to see like if I could celeb spot. But the thing is, is yeah, I went last got, year. You know, we got tickets, but we just couldn't make it. Yeah, that's know? right. They lost our invitation, <laughs> yeah, actually. It happens. But Next it does. We, it does we, really we fit it in our schedule. We'll see. It does really take place a few blocks away from our house, which is yeah. pretty cool if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, like I'm not like super into celebrities, but it's kind of cool. Oh please, you you love it. You knew a lot more than I thought you would about the pop culture questions. 
been doing my research. You but, have. It's ironic because I'm sitting here in pajamas, but uh, I think it's only appropriate that we judge the looks of the athletes who attended the Met Gala. Yeah. Okay, so the theme was Karl Lagerfeld, who yes. was a creative director at Chanel. For years and years and years, Chanel, like, tweed and pearls and black and white. And it was kind of a fun theme, but also, like, kind of boring. Didn't leave a ton of room for creative interpretation. Um, Karl Lagerfeld also is kind of the worst. Um, has made, like, <laughs> a lot of derogatory comments towards women. Mm, classic. Classic. Why don't we celebrate him? <laughs> Let's throw a gala in his honor. Fair enough. The thing about athletes attending the Met Gala is a lot of them are men and men's formal wear. I'm sorry. It's so boring. It leaves like it's basically just a suit and a tie or like a tuxedo typically. And I just think like, I feel like that goes both ways. I don't know. I just think men's formal wear can be so boring. Yeah, I mean, I guess traditional, right? But I feel like, you know, I feel like you can get creative. But I felt like there were some good looks this year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything about fashion. I don't know who this Carl guy is, but I will give you my opinion on it. <laughs> okay. As we sit here in our pajamas, you actually... Speak for yourself. Yeah, you dress up for the occasion. I'm in my pajamas. As we sit here, let's judge the athlete looks of the Met Gala. Oh. I think... The number one thing we need to talk about is Serena Williams. As we mentioned previously, she came, she announced that she was pregnant with baby number two, which is so exciting because last August when she announced her retirement, she said that basically the reason she was doing so was because she wanted to grow her family and that she was in the works to do that. And so, you know, I can't assume, but I, I do think that she was saying that it isn't, it's not like they get pregnant very easily and she's 40 years old. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure that it was a process for them, especially since that was last August. Now it's May, but she did get pregnant with her second child and yeah. it just makes me happy. Yeah. I, congratulations to them. Um, I'm sure they'll have a great, you know, I mean, I'm sure she'll, she's, I mean, I guess she's already mom. I'm sure she'll continue to be a great mom and they'll have plenty of time to do great things together and excited for them. So she was really on brand. She wore pearls on pearls on pearls. She wore a pearl headband. It was just perfectly on Chanel brand. Um, Alexis, her husband wore a standard tux. It was boring, but happy for them. Yeah. I mean, again, my, uh, my super knowledgeable opinion on this. I thought she did pretty good. It's not like necessarily my style, but I think she rocked it. She was just she was just so on theme. I liked it. I liked Serena's look. Moving on to two people who I truly never thought I'd see at the Met Gala. Patrick Mahomes, Brittany Mahomes. Now we know why they were there, right? Like he won the Super Bowl. And I think they try and have people who recently won either Is gold medals or championships. Yeah. So, like, a lot of years during the Olympics, they'll have the recent gold medalists come. Honestly, they should have had Travis Kelsey come. They agreed. I, f- I feel like his style, he's more of a, like, into that sort of thing. But, you know what? They they actually, they look fine. I feel like it's pretty plain. It is right? so... Like, honestly, I'm looking at Patrick Mahomes' talks, and it's like, 
one, he's got kind of like a casual shirt underneath. His his tux slash suit looks a little oversized. Not anything really like special about it. He looks like he's he's going to an NFL game. Yeah, no, it's just a no all around for me. I I think Brittany looks pretty, but I think yeah. it is so boring and safe. And safe, great way to put it. Safe. It's safe. Yes, and you. Who knows if they will be invited to the Met Gal again? Yeah. Well, I would say she she was safe. She looks great. Safe. Nothing special. It's like very classic. I feel like Patrick Mahomes. Like it literally looks like he's you know doing the the sports red carpet. You gotta treat the Met Gala like you're only gonna be invited one time in your life, and you gotta go hard and you gotta go big. It's just well, even if you don't go hard or go big, I feel like. You, if, if you're going to do classic, you got to go like good, solid classic Roger Federer. Okay, I have thoughts. That was so boring. He was a co-host for the evening. Did you know this? Yes. And he, it looks like he grabbed a basic tux and put it on and then put some sunglasses on. I'm sorry, Roger, but we love you. I love Roger Federer, but it was so boring. Yeah, but you see, I like that. I, 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 I mean, I like the classic style. He just does it so well. See, like, in my opinion, the difference between Patrick Mahomes, like Patrick Mahomes, just like, again, it looks like he's going to a sporting, like a sports game and he's dressed up for that. Like a little too, it's almost like a little too casual without like the style, right? Roger Federer, super classy. Tuck's looking very sharp. He's rocking a Dior Tux, right? He did have a a Rolex on. Yeah, Dior Tux with the Rolex. His very nice accented pocket square too, which (laughs) to the untrained eye might not look great, but like great pattern, just great accent, looking great. Okay, I think like if I went to the Met Gala, that's probably what I would wear. Like very classic, Mm -hmm. well dressed, like a really really nice tux. And I feel like a lot of the people do that who aren't like going to be going all out on the fashion thing, right? Like I'm not a high fashionista. That's probably what I go more conservative. You're like, a fashionista, honey. Like Look at you. Groomed. Look at what I, you're wearing. I, I, I am kind of a fashionista right now. <laughs> I, I mean, <sighs> Look at me. I mean, what can I say? Her words, not mine. Okay, the Wades. The Wades always show they up. They killed it. They, they killed always it. kill it. I mean, the trench coats and the leather and the jewelry, they just look perfect. Yeah. And, and like the monochromatic like colors with mm-hmm. the red black mm-hmm. look great, especially with kind of like an, a weird looking like it's not red carpet, like their quote unquote red carpet, their white carpet with like the weird color through it. The red and black look great. The weights just don't do wrong. They don't miss. They don't miss. The weights don't miss. Uh, all right. Stefan Diggs, my man, Stefan mm-hmm. in the tweed suit. He also killed this. He was like top two men. Yeah. For like I, sure. I, I, that, that's the thing I could get behind too. It's like classic look, but with like a nice spin on it. Yeah. The tweed is much, much more in line with the theme than Roger Federer. I will give him that. Exactly. Roger Federer didn't even touch the theme. But he was classic. Again, if you're going to go to the Met Gala, go to the Met Gala and do the theme. Stefan Diggs looks mm. amazing. I love him. I love that he's fashionable, but also like really, really good. I think that's kind of fun. Like, okay, Shay Gilgo Alexander will go mm. there. He was best dressed male. He was the GQ, um, what is it? What do they call it? Best dressed male of the year. Yeah, most stylish man of the year in 2022. Well, I think he was the most stylish man at the Met Gala. 
He was giving me some uh, Jack Skellington vibes, but I do dig it. What are you talking about? Look at him. I mean, he is a Tweed King. Yeah, yeah, Tweed, but like, tell, don't tell me, like, you can't look at that and tell me you don't think Nightmare, uh, or um, the night before, what is it? Christmas? Nightmare before Christmas, yeah. I don't. I don't. That doesn't you don't happen. See that? No. Look, I'm not saying it looks bad. I think he looks great. I'm just saying, like, Jack Skellington. Oh, I think he looks so good. Yeah, again, you can look. Jack Skellington looks great. <laughs> that's not a knock. I feel like that's a knock. It's not a knock. He's the best dressed, hands down. Yeah, he looks great. He also looks like Jack Skellington. <laughs> um, okay, Brittany Griner was there, which was kind of crazy. She's only been out of prison for five months, and here she is back at the Met Gala. She and her wife, Cheryl, were both in... Calvin Klein. Yeah. Actually really liked it. So like, I, I do like her pants. I, I, would wear, I would wear those to work. She doesn't do dresses. She said that the day she graduated high school was the last day she wore a dress. And she's like promised that. Look, I, I think like, um, I don't know what, just suits. I think they can look great. Yeah. I, I love her jacket. I, the champagne looks really, really good. And I think her wife looks really beautiful as well. She was the first, she was, she is the first WNBA player to attend the McAllen. Really? You know no, I didn't know that. I'm spitting facts over here. That's huge. Russell Westbrook looks, I think he looks so good. However, I'm unsure if any of this goes together. You know what? I actually like his fit normally he's a little too high fashion for me before his basketball games but i can like kind of appreciate what he's like you know the high fashion sense i thought he kind of nailed the look for the, the theme so he's wearing these like ballet flats straight out of 2009 like ballet flats were the thing when i was in you know high school junior high high school he in fact is wearing like church Girl shoes, also known as ballet flats with little bows on them. He's got these patterned pants that are a lot. The beautiful tweed jacket. I would wear that jacket. Yeah, I, I think that the jacket and the pants go to... I actually, I like the look. I think that the, the shoes, while I understand what you're saying, I feel like it ties in with the jacket a little bit. But yeah, I can see what you're saying. But I, I don't mind it. I would wear all of these things probably separately, though. Yeah, I think, you know what, like, I actually, I, I liked it. Eileen Goo, do you know who that is? I know, but I did look like I saw her, so, like, yes, but effectively, no. Skier model. Yeah. yeah. She lives the dream. She's, like, a gold medalist in yeah. skiing. She's got a crazy resume for a 19-year-old. Yeah, it's insane. Um, sh This is also her third Met Gala. What? Yeah. I didn't know it was her third Met Gala. I thought yeah. it would have been her first, but good for her. So I feel that this has nothing to do with the theme. It feels totally unthematic to me. Yeah. Um, I will say this. Honestly, talk about Genius Play by rocking a wine-stained gown. Mm. I mean, because you can eat whatever you want, drink whatever you want. You don't have to worry about spilling anything on yourself. Great play. I don't know if it had anything to do with the theme. I didn't over. I didn't like overly like the look of it per se. No. But pff, genius play. Interesting take on that. I think the whole Met Gala in general is so fascinating. I mean, Jared Leto. Yeah. What the f was that? 
I don't know. He needs to do less. Did you see the picture of the dog that was there staring at him? No. <laughs> this dog looking at him like, holy shit, what the F is going like? And it was like, I don't know what I'm going to do about this. That's amazing. Yeah, it was super funny. Speaking of other funny animal events, did you see the cockroach there? Yes. Yes. That's a New York specialty right yeah, there. I that's like, what they get. That is so New York. Welcome to the city, guys. Did you, did you see all the people on like the internet, like Photoshopping like gowns on the cockroach yeah. and stuff? So super funny. funny. Um, Giselle was there. Yeah. She slayed. Yeah, she, she looked a, great. I mean, she always looks great. Let's be honest. Yeah. Her dress was beautiful. Um, on brand. And then she did a very natural look with her hair makeup. Yeah. Do you know where Tom Brady was at the exact moment that the Met Gala was happening? I have no idea, but probably uh, punching a cement wall. Um, close. Tom Brady was golfing. <laughs> uh, so Man while Giselle was walking the Met Gala red carpet, Tom Brady was golfing. The man has been to a few Met Galas in his life because he was married to Giselle. He's never going again. That man's not invited back, I'm quite sure. You don't think so? I think Anna Wintour is Team Giselle. Team Giselle. All in all, I think the athletes killed it. I think they were some of the best dressed yeah, there. I, I agree. I think I think the athletes really repped it hard, killed it. All right, that's going to do it for us today. That's yeah. just a, a sports-ish Met Gala update. I'm really excited about our episode next week. It's going to be for Mother's Day. And we're talking about athletes and their moms. Ooh, yes. I think this isn't something that's covered a lot. So I'm really excited to dive yeah. deep. Some of these moms have driven to early practices. Oh, yeah. And stayed through hours of games. And we're going to honor them. Should be a week. fun episode. Can't wait. Well, everyone, I hope you have a sports-ish week filled with not just sports, but all the ish in between. Have a wonderful yes. week. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.